Welcome to Girl Talk with your host, Melissa Ann. Girl Talk is that show which discusses the real issues black women face being a mom, a dad, a wife, a girlfriend, a sister, a co-worker, a therapist, or whatever hat black women wear on any particular day. Why? Because black women are just dope. Without further ado, here is your host, Melissa Ann. Welcome to Girl Talk with your girl, Melissa. And wow, what a show you are about to see here on YouTube. We have some repeat offenders and we have some new faces, but I definitely want the crowd to introduce themselves today. And our topic is what is considered marriage material. We want to hear from the men as well as the women and we're going to kick it off with the introduction from Miss T. Marie. T. Marie. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. How you guys doing? I am T. Marie. I am a dating coach. First of all, this is what I do. I specialize in connecting people and teaching them how to date so they will have the best relationships possible. I'm a women's dating coach, but I do help men as well. I have a movement called No More Boyfriends. I have a book called No More Boyfriends. Um, and I have a podcast called The Conversation that deals with conversations and relationships. So you can check me out on all platforms, but I can't wait to have this conversation because there's a lot of women can't wait to hear what these men have to say for real. We're Come real on interested. now. Yeah, they, they're sitting and they're waiting. They're like, okay, I need to hear this. So I'm ready to have a talk. Yeah. All right. Who got a rebuttal? Is it Fred or Kai? <laughs> Who wants to introduce themselves first? Uh, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I didn't know we was on here with a date coach champion here, but uh, <laughs> my name is my name is my name is Fred Miller. I am um, divorced, um, parent of two boys. Um, I have you know joint custody, so I get to spend half my time with them. Um, I'm excited to 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 engage in this conversation and, and talk about what marriage material from my perspective. Oh, you didn't know I was bringing out the big guns, huh? I see, I see. <laughs> and we, we're just going to do woman, man. So, Lasagna, happy to have you on as a first timer. Thank you, Melissa. Um, and hello to everyone out there. I am interested in learning as well. I also think that if we can be very transparent, it will help each and every one of us understand what it is to look for that next man or woman in our lives. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah, and I'm excited to hear um, your standpoint because we've had many uh, conversations on the topic as well as value. So you need to school the men on here and value, girl. Tell them. And last but not least. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Your boy is back all the way from Brooklyn via Atlanta. Atlanta via Brooklyn. But look, I bring big guns too. I'm happy to have this conversation. Thanks for the invite. And I'm, I'm all about that whole transparency thing, LP. So I'm with you, baby. All right. So let's dig in. So actually, I saw a article um, about, or it was a Facebook post from Michael Baisden on men only respond. What is considered marriage material. And we saw a bunch of men talking about, you know, being financial and first God and all of this, all right. of these different explanations. Um, and nobody say, but at the end, in my opinion, but she got to look like Beyonce. 
So raise a little flag because if someone comes to her, comes to them and they don't have the right physique, are they still going to be as open as they were saying they were on that particular post? So I wanted to get some um, feedback from the men as well as the women on what do you think is marriage material? Because women have an opinion too on what they consider to be marriage material. So who wants to kick it on off? Well, I'll kick it off. So here's what I'll say about marriage material. So the first thing I'll say is when, and as this is a, a more of a rhetorical question to the group, right? When you go, have you ever gone picking fruit or flowers? Mm -hmm. You pick fruit that's not ripe or that's wilted, flowers that don't look right? I don't pick no fruit because there's critters out there or flowers, but... <laughs> All right, so let's make believe you did pick fruit, Melissa. Just work with me on this one. Make, okay. So in a perfect world where there's no critters, and we can all work hand in hand in the fruit garden, in the rose garden, I mean, what kind of rose or flower or fruit are you going to pick? You're going to find the one that's ripe, ready to be eaten. It's not going to be green. You're not going to pick a wilted flower, right? So, you know, initially, it's the eye. You know, we see... We like, we get to know. And then uh, that's that part. But looks ain't everything, but it's something. Like we say, money ain't everything, but it pays the mortgage, right? So, but once you get to know that person, you know, that becomes the measure of that woman. And for the women, that becomes the measure of that man. And so you have to be able to get a measurement on where they are. You know, are you compatible? You know, is that person someone who can be a friend? Where, where, can they even move up the friendship hierarchy? Now, are they going to tell you what you need to hear, what you need to hear and not what you want to hear? Are they going to support your dreams and your goals? Are they going to you know, call you on BS when you're BSing? So th these are the types of things that matter to me when it comes to marriage and, material. And you said the key word at the end that matters to me. The first thing we got to understand is everybody, there's no general answer. We would love it to be a general answer. There's no general answer. So to try to generalize this question really is unfair or it really doesn't do any good because somebody's going to be looking for an answer from one of you guys and thinking, oh, well, I don't fit his bill. He's a man. So maybe I don't fit the bill for all men. And it's not true. What women have to understand when they start asking these questions or trying to find out is finding out what the value of that man is first. So the marriage material for anybody is going to be based on their value system, their value system, their needs, their wants, and where they are at that point in their life. So to give a general answer is hard, but I do think that there's certain things that all men need. What that thing is, I think as you guys begin to have the conversation, we'll kind of narrow in on what that is. But as far as it being one answer, that's a very hard thing to to try to narrow down. Yeah, you talked about Kai, you know, picking the the prettiest fruit, right? The fruit that's ripe, the flowers that's the prettiest flower. But if the you pick the flower that's already bloomed, isn't it going to soon die? Doesn't it become wilted? Doesn't that fruit become spoiled at some point? And if you pick the fruit that's not all the way ready, you have a t you have an opportunity to nurture that fruit. If you have a flower that's not all the way ready, you have enough opportunity to help it grow, right? 
So what what does all the way ready mean? So if you meet a man who not all the way ready, he lives with his mother. You gonna nurture him? Right. Am I gonna nurture him? That's not. But we just said that's not my my opinion. But some people might. Well, 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 let's define what it depends. Why does he live with his mama? Well, let's put a definition. Does he have Does he have goals? Well, let me not assume this is what you meant, Melissa Ann. <laughs> Hell, let's let's qualify what it means to be not all the way ready. What do you mm-hmm. mean by that? It means that it sounds like you want the perfect thing. You want that perfect fruit. You want that perfect flower. And people oh, no. aren't perfect. That's what I was saying. I was talking, I was talking looks first. Okay. But, but, what, why are you um shaking your head, uh, Katrina? <laughs> well, two things. <laughs> One, um, you really don't want to take a chance on developing something. I think too many times we think if we pick something that needs some help growing, um, one, we may not have what it needs to help a developer to be what it is. And then two, what it becomes may not be what we want. So I'm not really a fan of helping anybody develop into anything. Now, I would add to something that you're already doing if we're on the same page about it. But that's a chance that we're taking when we start talking about developing people and helping people grow and helping them see people should already have an idea of where they're going to be. And if they don't, that's a red flag one. And two, you're taking a big chance, hoping that when you pour into this person, when you put your fertilizer on it, that it grows that particular plant into what you need to be. So that's that on that. Now, as far as looks, um, looks are relative, you know, but looks are important. To whoever, not that and everybody's looks are different. So for men being physical, of course, that's one thing that's going to take place. It's not the only thing, but we do know that it is almost the first thing because it's the first thing that you see. You're right, visual. See. Men are visual. Right. Women aren't as visual. Men are very visual. Sometimes we can see past the ugly and be like, well, he look pretty like, you know, we see past things like that, but men are visual. So uh, let's let um, uh, Lasagna and Fred jump in, but I don't agree on the development because we're all developing. I'm not saying go down to the bottom of the barrel and get someone that just ain't trying to do anything, but we're all developing as we grow. So there could be an individual that you are helping to develop with what you have and have learned. But um, Lasagna, Fred, I'm going to let you guys um, join. So, so let me say this. So, yes, the the initial attraction is the physical appearance, but I'm I'm gonna be fifty this year. I'm I'm too old to date potential. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just too old to date potential. So, um, maybe not a flower, but maybe a shrub. You know, we we don't have bushes at this age. We have lawns and shrubs. So, if I'm gonna plant a rose bush, you know, I'm gonna plant it knowing that it's gonna bloom two or three times that year and it's going to come back. It's not going to wither. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's um, at 50, you need to be at a certain point in your life. If you're still talking about, if you're still talking about you're going to release this rap album if you're, if you're a female talking to a guy or you're going to do this big thing here and you 50, nine times out of 10 is, is not going to happen. When I meet right. you at this age, I want you to have an established career I either want you to to be looking long term, and are you creating a second source of income? But you, I can't be bringing these things to you as new ideas. 
and that's you know at at our age or at my age that's that's not marriage material marriage material is someone that has their own vision their own goals and that um could could use the support but also could support you in your goals and your vision okay lasagna what you think i think everyone has great points but our experiences in past is going to determine how we answer this question so i think everyone needs to be a good communicator right so we may be flexible in some areas than others but I'm almost wanting to second what Fred said at this age, whether you're 20, 40, 50, whatever the age is, I would like for you to at least execute on whatever plan or future plans that is. And when I say execute, meaning if it's future, what steps have you taken to at least start whatever plan that is? So a lot of guys I find, they have a dream and they have not started that dream they have you know we all dream at night maybe you may daydream i don't know but what steps have you taken to get to that dream so we could say you know if you're taking two steps to a five-step dream then melissa you may say well i can work with that then you know someone else may kai or someone may say mm, i really want you to have four out of those five so it just depends on your tolerance level and I think that comes from within and our experiences, because if you experienced a lot of bad relationships, you're going to be a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So your two and my five are going to be different because it's just yeah. a tolerance level. So yeah. I think it depends on where we are. And with all the things that's going on in the world today, I think we all don't have a lot of patience for maybe the 2.5s or the threes. We want you really to be at five at this point. But if you're not, you may be lenient just based on what you're looking for. So I think T. Maria alluded to this about it being a general rule of thumb for marriage material. There really isn't a general rule of thumb. Well, maybe there is. If you want to get biblical about it, the Bible does talk about, you know, you know, uh, a man that finds a good wife finds a good thing. And there are multiple scriptures in there on what a good man and a good woman look like, but let's just bring it down to earth, right? I don't, yeah. We don't want to get we don't want to get so biblical that we're no earthly good, right? Folks? Right. So there are some common threads that men and women look for, and in, in each other, outside of the things that Lasagna shared and you know what life's experiences has brought. I mean, a, a woman wants to feel like she's going to be secure with a man. Security. Period. That's a woman. Not- a woman baseline security. Where my thumb at? Security and affection, right? And that, and they want to feel validated. A man wants appreciation and respect, and sex. You know, men are much more sexual than women. So if we want to boil it down to real simple, a lot of things. A lot of things. Right. This is you said transparency, right, Lasagna? (laughs) You said so. That's but if we want to distill it, if we want to take this formula and, and boil it and break it down to its very native compounds, that's it right there. So here's some of the, some of the um, one response. Um, understands the value of showing up in a positive manner, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. I saw the word financially quite a bit. 
So I guess I want to dig into the physical part because we've talked about the emotional, meeting people where they are, et cetera. But I really want to talk about the financial part because if I make um, $3 million a year, um, do I date someone that makes $30,000 a year? How do each of us feel that feel about that? A, a, a lot of times we, we, we focus on... <laughs> On, on, on the revenue. We we don't necessarily focus on the on, on the net profit. So you can make three million, but if you're spending two point nine million, you know better than the guy that's making thirty thousand that got fifteen thousand left. So I think when we when we talk about it from a financial perspective, it's really about how do you manage your assets, and are you jumping right. at the next best thing all of the time or are you saving for a rainy day are you saving to have a uh, emergency fund so when something comes up um, you, you are able to handle that without pulling out your credit card um, I think that's the real discussion because nobody is nobody really has that disparity of three million and thirty thousand I think where where marriage goes wrong or relationships go wrong it's when somebody is not fiscally responsible with what they make. And that includes tithing back to the church, volunteering, offering, saving, retirement, uh, vacation. So if you got to go on a vacation and then, you know, you, you putting it on a credit card and you running up, you know, $20,000 worth of debt just to go on vacation to look good, you got a financial problem. So I think it's, yeah. it's all of those things. So you take that out the way. Um, Katrina, if you make $3 million, are you dating somebody that um, uh, makes $30,000? I, I will. I'm being honest. I will because I believe like Fred, and that's one thing that I, that I coach when I'm talking about dating. Women are so focused on the amount a man makes, but they're not focused on what he does with that money or his spending habits or even... Because people were like, well, he got $3 million. That doesn't mean you have $3 million, though, because based on how he feels about you or how he spends, you still may not have access to that money the way that a man that makes 50000 does. So it really just depends on what type of man and how he spends his money, how he saves his money, what he does with his money. Because a lot of times people that know how to, you know, save, like, like Fred said, save and put their money back and still have money left over. Really, that's the valuable man. That's the high value man. Sometimes men who don't know how to save and spend, I don't want him. And then sometimes he thinks he's more because he makes that amount of money. I, I don't need that. So it's really based on how or what he does with money. Okay. Lasagna, what do you think? So, Team Marie, let me ask you this. You're getting ready to pop bottles, right? Because so you got Moscato <laughs> coming out, all of these things. Yeah. Which, are, which is, congratulations, it's wonderful. Thank so you. you're saying that you are okay maybe dating someone that doesn't have your same goals and ambitions, whether that's whatever it is he likes to do. And he can make 50 grand and you're making 200 grand. And as long as he manages that 50 grand, well, you're going to be happy. But if he manages that 50 grand well and you continue to progress, do you find that it becomes a problem because 
you guys are not progressing on the same level because remember he's already at 50. He mm -hmm. never was at the two. So or 200, 100 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So how do you overcome the, you know, the possibility of him being resentful? So how do you make him feel comfortable with that 50K that he makes? Well, number one, it's not for me to make him feel comfortable. If he's resentful, that's something that's going on within him. But we'll talk about it. Uh, as far as the money, it's not the money more than it is his goals. Because if you have goals, your your money is going to grow. If you have goals, and, and that's my biggest thing is making sure that I'm dating somebody that we have the same type of goals, the same ambition. Uh, it's not necessarily the money, but we have the same ambition. So if you're feeling some type of insecurity, really that has nothing to do with me. We can have the conversation. That's more to do with you. And that's nothing. I can't stop growing because you feel like my growth is dimming your light. If we're really connected and you're really a solid person, my growth is going to enlighten you. It's going to shine light on you. We're a couple. We're solid. We're together. So nothing that I do is going to dim your light. Anything I do is going to uplift you. Anything you do is going to uplift me. If that's what we, that's what a relationship is about. If that's what we're really, you know, doing, if that's what the relationship is, but you being insecure because I'm blowing up, uh, sir. I don't know. So Kai, you making me a little nervous because 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 Kai, you 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 are quiet. So I want to throw this question to Kai, and then Fred, you could jump in. But um, does that mean they're unequally yoked? Oh, I wouldn't say they would be unequally yoked. But if if since we were all we're using T Marie as the example, I mean, if this gentleman that she's given this shot to is a janitor. And he's just cool with being a janitor for the rest of his life. And he's going to retire and get that janitor pension. Um, that might be unequally yoked because that's not a, that, that I'm sure, I'm sure right. that's not, a, that's not ambitious enough for Miss T Marie over here. Right. But maybe he's a janitor now when they met, but you know, he, he's been putting away two grand a month or grand a month because he got this patent he's working on. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. And the reason I was being quiet, cause I know sometimes I, I like to talk. I'm very vocal. Well, we on sure. a podcast. You could talk. Okay, I just want to make sure <laughs> yeah, we spread, yeah. you know, we spread it around. But so I think I think that you know to that point, you know, the, the ambition, you know, you could be a janitor or a milkman delivery guy, whatever it is, but you know, you got some kind of ambition or you got some kind of goal, and you know your purpose. Gotta know your purpose. Because a person without purpose is like a ship without a sail, period. And so okay. to your point, Lasagna, that's why a, a man would get jealous and feel like it's a competition with T. Marie because absent purpose, you'll start feeling that way. But if you know your own purpose and you got your own goals, so you can still be in a relationship and marry and still be single. T. Marie's doing her thing and this man is doing his thing, but they still one unit. When I'm saying doing your thing, I'm not talking about infidelity. I'm talking about working on your purpose and your goals. Yeah. Y'all feel me? Yeah. Makes sense. So, so my question is, why is this a problem when a female makes more money than the male? Because uh, we we don't we don't treat our females that way. We don't treat our females as less when we earn more than they do. But it seems to be a problem, or it seems to be. Uh, some tension when the female earns more than the male. Now, 
if I married a doctor, there's no way that I will earn or have the earning potential of someone that's a doctor or a surgeon. But if you want to bring it back to the biblical standards, I am still head of household. And my decisions are still supposed to be the decisions that lead the household. Doesn't matter how much money you make. So, it, you know, the question is, why is it a problem when the when the when the female makes more money than the male? And I'm gonna say there's 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 an aspect of when that female wants to emasculate that man just because she earns more money. So I'm just gonna say if I. I, I guess I can't make more money to my husband because you you can't you can't tell me what to do with my money if I'm making more than you. You can't be talking about hold on, I'm the hold head on, of our, household. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Our money or your money? Which one is it? Mine at that point because I'm running the household. No, no, no. Are you married? Yeah. Well, no, oh, I'm not. Our. It's, 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 it's our. No, no, no. It's our. It's our. Let me tell you, it's, it's our because when some shit breaks, it's our problem to fix. It's not your problem. But, to but fix. based upon what I heard you say, no matter how much money, if the woman makes more money, I'm the head of household. So I get to do whatever with her money. I get to control that money anyway, is what I think I heard it's, you say. No, no, no. You did not hear me say that. You did not hear me say that. I said from a biblical perspective, the 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 man is the leader of the home. Don't matter who makes the money. From a biblical perspective. Right. I heard that. That the man okay, so, Oh, so, I, I'll so, follow the right man is what I'm saying is if he's saying we we putting it all in the lump and you put your two thousand in with my 300,000 and then we are running this this financial empire. That seems a little off to me. Okay. So if you if you marry someone and made 3 million and you made 100k, you're going to want you're going to want to pool your money and it's all of a sudden it's our money. But don't you just said you lead the house? I lead it, 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 it's it's you leave the house on the decisions. It's not you can pull a trump card because you make more money. Because if I pull that trump card and made more money, you would tell me I'm being unfair. So, Fred, so can I challenge you in the sense that typically, whether the man makes more money or not, as Melissa just said, you want to be the head of the household, which we've been raised that way. We know men are the head of the household. We got it. But now in 2021, if women do make more, which personally I would prefer for the male to make more than me. That's just me. T. Marie, I can't, I don't know how you get it, but I just don't get it. I'd much rather for him to do that because to your point, I know you're going to leave the household. So deep down, I will be able to follow you better because I know when you say, hey, honey, you know, we're not going to leave all the lights on. I'm going to tell all the kids in the house, hey, turn the lights off. And you know, daddy don't like for us to have the lights on. But if I'm making the money and you say, turn the lights off, I'll be like, I'll pay the bills anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, so, yeah. Mm, mm, so but, 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 but. Make it easier for me. Ah, son, son. Mm -mm. I am so, so this conversation is so juicy to me. Listen, listen, listen. Here, here, here. The household is money, and that is not 
equipment. Only thing, right. I agree. Wait, 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 time out. So first of all, the men on this post keep saying financial. They're not saying you're you're $20. They saying you got to meet them financially where they are. No, 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 no. The men didn't say all the men didn't say that, boo. Not all of them, of course not. But I'm saying there is. We talk about ones. Okay, oh, okay. trend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're just coming yeah. on the topic because we know that's what not marriage should be built on. But that's the topic right now is finance. So I just felt like if the man is the head of the household, it's better for them to make more money. But we know that's not across the board and it can't be all the time and always. But, but for me personally, it would be easier. But if you yeah. if the if the man if okay so if okay if we're saying if the man has to make all has to make more money to be the head of the household does that matter what kind of decisions he makes so if he cheats or he doesn't spend the money correctly or he goes out and gamble or he just does whatever but he make more money that makes him the head of the household because what makes a man the head of the household is the decision making when you decide to submit that we know we hate that word. To give power to love, allow a person to word. lead. Most I love people, we that don't. Word. I, I try to revise it so people, when we allow the person to lead, that's going to lead the household. We're, what we're saying is, I trust your decision making, not because you make this much money, but because of the character, because I know you're going to care for us, take care of us. I know you're making decisions not just for you, but for us. And that has nothing to do with how you make money or the amount of make money you make financially. So if we start giving, people the lead based on what they make and not their character and how they're caring for you in the household. Why would we lead to that? Because he makes more money. Because I, I don't, don't think that, I don't think any of us said that. I said what I said was how are you leading if you're saying that you get to make the decisions on the money that I go and work 80 hours for and then say it's pulled together and I'm going to because I'm the head of the household, I get to tell you what to do with it. But we're not well, no, saying think, think, nobody's saying that they're telling you what that. to do. It's not that no. first of all, there's no bosses in a marriage. There's no bosses. There's nobody telling oh, anybody right. what to do. You I'm a grown woman. You ain't telling me nothing. But I'm trusting your leadership in our home. And we're having a discussion about that. So I don't care what I bring in the house. I don't care if I bring in two pennies. You're not gonna tell me what to do with that. But we will have a discussion. And I'm not gonna marry anybody that I don't trust. To make the right decision for the family, but yeah, you're so not that's the telling whole, nothing. That's the whole point I was making earlier about a woman wants security. It's not just financial security. So we can't we can't take the word security and make it uh, monolithic. Security only means finance. Mm -hmm. Only mm -hmm. means a house. It only means a car. No, a, a woman wants to be able to follow a man that she can trust that he's going to always make the right decision for the house. Period. You know, so, but a good man will also go to his help me to get opinions as well. Exactly. But the woman should trust that man that just because he doesn't take her opinion and uses it in the final decision, she still knows that she's secure because this man's character and his value and his purpose leads the household, leads the decision. You feel me on that? I agree. So, so I, I think when we when we say financial, there should be agreed upon financial goals, and how you achieve those goals, both people have to be on the same page. If you are achieving those goals and you got two million dollars left over, 
then you can begin to have a discussion around, you know, how do we want to spend this money? And it should be, this is a we decision and not a me yeah. decision. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the financial goals. And if you're making 3 million and you want to retire at 50 versus 60, if that's a financial goal, it's, hey, in order to accomplish this goal, you're going to need to save $1 million of your salary. Now, the fee, if, if it's the female that don't want to do that and say, oh, no, okay, well, that's fine, but you're not going to accomplish your goal of retiring at, at 50 or 60. You're going to have to work a lot longer to, to acquire your goal. So it's, it's really about agreeing on the financial goals. The financial goals drive the security because if mm -hmm. you have the financial goals, you're going to be secure, and then the female should feel secure to based on what, uh, or back to what Kai was saying, around financial security. So you, that, that's the thing. Society has made this whole relationship thing about security. Girl, if he ain't got a car and a house and he ain't making this much money, he garbage. And, and uh, if the woman ain't bringing to the table, what I'm bringing to the table, she ain't on my level. I got to have, come on, let's, look, if, 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 if a woman make $3 million a year, but she got a lot of this. You know what? I don't, I don't want to deal with a lot of this. Most men do. don't. I, I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with a woman who's a millionaire, but she only wants her feelings. She wants her her feelings validated. But when I bring my feelings, they can't be validated. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. men, we don't got. We don't have feelings, Fred. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from a woman. I, I didn't even know you had feelings or emotions. Mm -hmm. Check. Mm -hmm. If you cut me and you cut you, we both gonna bleed red blood. Mm -hmm. So if I bleed red like you bleed, I don't have emotions like you have. So it's more than mm -hmm. just fine. You can you can be you can be uh, the, the, your boy from Amazon with that type of woman, ladies. But if you got a lot of mouth and you complain and nag me about everything, and you want your feelings heard and validated, but I can't get the same, I don't want nothing to do with you. Period. And Kyle mm -hmm. meant that. He meant that. All of that. He meant that. Yeah. That came that came from this area right here. Yeah, came from all, all, all in this area right here that came from. <laughs> Did I hear that, ladies? Did I hear that? All that yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, so here's one. Uh we are evenly yoked. She's authentic. She brings something to the table that I don't and doesn't look down on me for it. We compliment mm. each other and together we are stronger than apart. I agree. It's, 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 a, it's about perspectives and it's about experiences. And if you haven't had an experience, you shouldn't, you shouldn't look down on that person because they haven't, haven't had that experience. You should embrace the fact that they didn't have it and now you can be someone that can be a champion so that they can experience what you experience. Yeah. You're not going to have, if, if you got somebody that has experienced what you've experienced, you can have a boring relationship because there's nothing new. There's no excitement and it's dull. Yeah. So personally, all jokes aside, I have tried um, dating individuals that just don't make um, as much money as I have. Cause I always been the person that I don't care um, how much money the individual makes as long as they have goals, as long as they have ambition. But um, as I get older, some of my thinking ch has changed. 
I do want someone that is on the same level as me be, and has fought to get to the same level as me and continuing to get to the same level as me as me. And as Fred noted, trying to save for retirement. You know, what are some of the things that you're doing to get to that retirement age? Now, does it necessarily mean they have to match me in my income as if my income is all that? Because it's not. But at least, um, I, 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 I'm just, if you work at McDonald's and you ain't got no goals, I'm sorry. We're not, we're not compatible. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't have the same goals. Y'all don't have the same ambition. He's not going to be able to get to your level because your ambition level is different, which means you're going to be able to produce more. You know, you'll be able to come and be able to bring more and produce more. If you have this ambition and you're okay with fries and fries is cool with you for the rest of your life and fries is paying you 19 or whatever it's paying and that they're good with that, you're not going to be satisfied with that because they have, they have nowhere else to go. They're good. But you're a person that has other things you want to do, and that's not going to make you're not going to be satisfied with that. Y'all, y'all don't have anything to talk about because when you come home, you want to talk about this idea you have, or this, this thing you think can happen, or you think this thing they can do. They're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Nobody to, to try to help you bring your ideas to pass, help you, you know, you know, uh, come up with some type of game plan. You, you're going to get wore out on that. Yeah, no and, and and if they're supposed to be the leader of the household, you can't lead me. Right. So another thing too, you know, women, black women have been forced to be in a position to be heads of the household. Alpha female. You know? Right. So now, so listen, the, the measure of a man used to be I bring home the bacon and Lasonia, you fried up in the pan. Mm -hmm. Now, Lasagna, you, you got master degree, a master's degree. You know, you really does, figures, by the way. Right. <laughs> uh, you you make six figures. Not only do you have your own bacon, but you got your own damn pan, you got your own refrigerator, you got the own house. And so now sometimes a man feels like, well, what can I add? So that's where it goes back to a man gotta know his own value and his own purpose. It's not what you can bring to the table as a man. Because it doesn't matter what our credentials are and what we have. At the end of the day, we are females and you are males. But I think communication is key because what is it that you need from me and vice versa? And I think we've gotten, gotten away from that so much because, as you just said, females have had to go out and get the bacon, the pan, and all of those essentials. Because we've been told that you got to be so much better than the next person, whether it's a male or a female. So mm. I think it's ingrained in us to be the best mm -hmm. that we can be in order to raise our kids, in order to be just as equal as a man. Let's just face it, you're gonna mm -hmm. always make more if you are in the same corporation. Males make more than females. So we're already behind. So I think it's a lot of like pent up anxiety in us as females trying to be something that we really shouldn't have to always present ourselves as. Right. But that's just how we feel. And then if you add the element of being a single parent, mm. you are all already thrust into alpha female mode. Right. And right. you are not dependent on someone else. 
So because you're not dependent on someone else, somebody has to bring it. You don't have time to babysit. You don't have time to figure out you figuring it out because you're moving at a faster pace as a single mother. And as a black, a single black mother and a single black woman, we are expected to do things on a whole other level and to be more aggressive about it where they're teaching our counterparts of white women or women of who aren't color that they can be soft. That's okay. But we're not allowed to be soft. And then we have to be mm. stronger and come across stronger to get things done. And that carries over into our relationships. And sometimes we have to play that game of being here, pulling back, being here strong, coming home and pulling back. And that's a balance for black women uh, that's hard to do sometimes, even when we want to, it's still hard to do because we're made to be so much on one end and you require that, but then we have to come home and be this and that's required too. And we don't have a choice. And then our black men tend to say that we're aggressive or we're this and we're that and we're always, right. always, always, but we're running shit. We're moving around. We're taking care of households and we're required to have that strong hustle to get it done where other women of different colors aren't required to have that. Right. Then you layer on, and then you layer on top of that, black men being taught, you know, never let them see you sweat. Mm -hmm. you, can't be, you can't be vulnerable. You know, don't show no emotion. You got to keep a stiff upper lip. And so the woman running around got to be that. And then we running around, <laughs> I can't show her that side of me. That never works. Yeah. Right. If yeah. the woman, if, the, all right, if, if, you know, if T. Marie has to be that woman, and I can't be vulnerable to let her know, T, T, pump the brakes a little bit, baby. You know, we, I got you. I understand you, you out there. You got to be this way. But this is your safe zone, boo. So hear me when I say pump the brakes a little bit. Right. And we all need counseling for that. We need counseling. We need yeah, somebody to let us know that it's okay. We really right. That's right. I, you know, yeah, I, I could talk about, talk with all of you all day. Um, this has really been a great podcast. Everybody, give your final word and talk about your projects before we close. So my name is Fred Miller. I'm, um, I'm an executive coach. Uh, you can find me at 411careercoaching.com. If you're looking to accelerate your career uh, to the next level, reach out to me. I give you all the information that you need, 411careercoaching.com. I guess my last words would be just be true to yourself. And if you're looking for a mate, make sure that you can live with that person outside of that first appearance that they show you because people show you different appearances. So just make sure that you looking for something that's long term and you can live with whatever that is. Amen, sis. So Kai Carr, shake up the juice. It comes from sometimes when you go to the refrigerator, you grab the juice. That sediment is at the bottom. You got to shake it up. So I'm the founder and CEO of Shake Up the Juice. And I'm all about motivation, purpose, value, shaking yourself up so you can be the better you. And when it comes to relationship, that's what it's about. If you're, if you're at 100 and the other person you meet is at 100 and working on themselves to be a, a, a man or woman of purpose, value, and character, it, it can work. But that's the thing. That's the problem. When we're unequally yoked in purpose and value and character, and T. Marie said it earlier, value system means a lot. Compl you know, uh, uh, compatibility, when the, the, those things are out of alignment, it's not going to work. 
So you have to take your time to learn that about each other and stop jumping into these relationships so fast. Get to know these people. Get to know one another. No, that's right. T. Marie, uh, you can find me at T. Marie number four, letter U everywhere, pretty much on your social media. Uh, companionshipgoals.com is my uh, matchmaking and dating coach services. You can get those there. Uh, I do like the sign you mentioned. Thank you so much. Do have a new Moscato yeah. that's coming out. It is out. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's on the way. It's called Tasty Moscato. It is 15% volume, so it will get you there, but the taste is amazing. So I can't wait to share that with the world. Um, and um, I, I really love putting couples together. It's important to me that we understand that how we relate to each other is passed down, not only to our kids, but to our generations. So until we get our relationships right, we're gonna pass on good or bad, whatever that is. So, yeah. and if you don't know what that is, be open to coaching, you guys, please. Mental, uh, you know, any type of mental help or help, but coaching really, really helps because it, it allows you to see what you could be doing wrong or right and how to stare that in the right direction. So be open to being talked to because some of us don't even want to hear anything. We got it and that's good. But, you know, be open to coaching. That would be my advice. That's awesome. I really enjoyed having each and every one of you. I hope that you will come back and I see you because I am you. You have just listened to the Girl Talk podcast with your host, Melissa Ann. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, remember, I see you because I am you.